everyone, and welcome to another beer review. Now, today we're back on a Scottish beer. What's that stuck in the label? It's not in. And uh, I honestly really don't know what this beer is supposed to be. I think it's just a dark ale. It's not a porter, it's not anything else, it's just a general dark ale. And it's from the Orkney Brewery, and it's uh, chocolatey, rich and delicious. And it's called Dark Island. And there you go. And, uh, and it's roughly about £2 a bottle. I remember buying this in the supermarket uh, when my dad was alive when we were up for his 90th. So it's 4.6% and uh, it's 500ml. And uh, yeah, so, well, like it says, it's chocolatey, rich, delicious. There you go. Now there's a bit of spill in the back. I don't know if I can read it. Oh, that's a little... What's this? Is that old? Right, it says Dark Island. Dark Island is an iconic beer. What's this? Is that an old or bold? I can't read that. See, this is the, the label's slightly ripped there. I don't know if it's a bold standard or an old standard or a gold standard. Maybe a gold standard. Bearer for handcrafted premium Scottish ales. Yeah, maybe a gold standard. Yeah, so maybe that's the word it's it's kind of missing. And uh, a regular award winner for many years, this beer has twice won or sorry, has twice been voted champion beer of Scotland by Camera. Uh, it offers ripe, fruity and roast coffee aromas with flavours of dark chocolate, dates and nuts from the combination of roasted malts and robust hops. Oh, 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 got pairing notes. <laughs> Jesus God. Oh, can you guess what it's going to be paired with? What delectable delights can you pull from your fridge or your freezer that's going to go wonderful with this beer? Well, apparently it pairs well with steaks, game, lamb dishes, char-grilled vegetables, and cheese of any strength. <laughs> I'm surprised to say, but it goes with anything. It just rhymes off every produce you get at uh, Tesco's or Sainsbury's or Asda. I tell you what, what's the last thing you bought? Goes great with that, you know. <laughs> Seriously, and apparently this deeply delicious beer also handles haggis rather well. Now, if you don't know what haggis is, it's apparently it's a wild animal that runs around the heather and the highlands that everybody's out there trying to kill and capture, especially around about January when it's a burns time. But yes, um, there we go. So it goes well with. <laughs> Steaks, game, lamb dishes, charcoal vegetables, and cheese of any strength. I mean, seriously, what is the point? I mean, tell you what, the way they should put in is a big caveat, basically. Pairs well with brackets, any old shit, because it doesn't matter, because we don't know. We've never actually tried it with half of this bloody stuff, so we're just saying any old crap. I mean, that's what it feels like. So I think, well, what's the point? You know, seriously. But anyway. Like I said, it's uh, a dark ale. It's four point six percent, five hundred ml, and it seems to go with everything and anything. You know what I mean? I'm sure it's even listed in the Kama Sutras. Uh, oh, it goes great with page forty-two. 
you know, just put it over whatever partners, you know, they're wearing and whatever the position they're in. And yeah, just suck it off them, eh? <laughs> Feeling nauseous now. Anyway, let's get it poured before we get ourselves into trouble thinking about things we shouldn't be thinking about. Special baggage. Probably blow a gasket. So there we go. So, they call it a dark beer, and as you can see, there is a dark beer. And if you're on the podcast, we say we can't see. So stop being an arse and just tell us. <laughs> no, well. So it's about a half finger head, slightly, uh, slightly light tanned, or white, slightly light tanned. And it is quite a dark beer. Can I see any light through it? No, it's actually quite dark. It's really it's quite intense. So, yeah, there's a bit of kind of rubiness at the bottom. I can just see light kicking through. But overall, it's actually just quite a bitly dark dark beer. Almost black. Smell-wise, well, I'm getting roasted most because I'm getting a little very light aromas of, of dark chocolate. And that's all. Because I'm getting lighter rooms of dark chocolate. Not going to get any kind of sweet sweetness or any kind of dried fruits or anything like that. I'm just getting dark malts and slightly kind of bitter chocolate edge. And that's it. That's the aroma. So that's as good as it gets, ladies and gentlemen. Let's wire in and see what it's like. Ah. Mm. Mm, first impressions it's actually not too bad the problem is there's some flavour profiles that remind you of a porter so as I just took that drink there the initial flavours I was getting just kind of were very kind of porter-esque but then you think it's going to develop into the kind of flavour structure reporter but it doesn't it just doesn't really go anywhere after that so you're just getting certain kind of flavour profiles that just kind of stay there and don't really develop and that's what it kind of slightly kind of hints at me at that it's a slightly kind of underdeveloped porter it's always it doesn't have the richness it doesn't have the body of a porter um, it has a the body feels like a like in a lighter ale, not a darker one. So it being a dark ale, but just imagine a dark ale, but with a lighter body. Um, I mean, I'm not saying it's lacking body, but you just feel that you think we're going to get the same type of body you'd feel as a, a porter because some of the flavours as you initially tasted, but it just doesn't go there. But on that basis, just make it very sessionable and drinkable. So if you like certain porter flavours, but you want something you can really get tanned into, then I can maybe see there's a, a point of this. Because I was kind of thinking, well, why would you want to make a porter? I mean, a porter is quite sessionable as it is, but this is just that little kind of step up and sessionability. So, I mean... If you like porter flavours, but you want to have the drinkability of a more easy-going, like, say, um, brown ale, then I would probably say this is kind of more up your street. 
So, yeah, if you don't want anything that's too kind of heavy, I mean, it's one of these ones you could maybe drink, you know, because, again, porters and things like that, you know, great for winter time and everything else and that, but I think this would probably cross over into kind of other seasons, spring, autumn, quite easily. Might even be at certain times in the summer. I just, yeah, I, I just think that, yeah, Initially, I'm thinking, what is the point of this? And then I'm thinking, well, it has that sessionability, that little bit more than you would get with a porter. I mean, if you look at it, a porter's more sessionable, in my view, than a stout. Um, but a lot of that goes down to more mouthfeel, initially. Um, you get more velvetiness with the stout that you just don't quite get with the porter. So it just makes it a bit more sessionable just on the basis of mouthfeel, never mind going on flavour profiles. But with this, it's more sessionable again, but it still has some of them accent flavours that you get in a porter. So it gives you slightly kind of the best of both worlds without really delivering you a kind of watery porter, if you get my meaning. Which hopefully you do. You don't make any sense, you're talking well, You know, but yeah. But that's what we're kind of looking at, and I think that's where they're trying to come from. What kinds of works? What I do find strange is it doesn't go to the kind of darker edge, slightly kind of bitter finish. It's a slightly lighter finish with a little bit of sweetness. And surprisingly enough, it works, and it works enough they kind of separate it from a porter. And I think that's what helps the kind of body and the session abilities because you, once you've swallowed and you get the aftertaste, you don't look at it as if being a kind of a, a weaker or slightly water, watery porter. You start to kind of realise it's a kind of, it's a dark ale. It's a beer in its own right. And... Uh, it's not just a badly made porter. It's it's a dark ale with slightly kind of porter style accent flavours. And yeah, it actually, it kind of works. It does. It actually kind of works. It'd be interesting to see what it'd be like on cask. But I don't think it'd be. I think it'd be slightly thicker. I wouldn't think it'd be as, as sessionable as it is out of the bottle. I mean, I think it would obviously be sessionable. Um, but I just think there'd be a little bit more of a mouthfeel to it. Just a little bit more, just a little bit richer mouthfeel to it if it was on the cask. But yeah, I think it really would. You could get yourself into trouble with this if you like these type of flavour profiles and you like dark beers, which I know there's quite a few people that do like these type of beers. And I think this is something that might be up your street. Oh, well, that is too easy to drink. I could get myself into trouble with that. And I quite liked it. Um, so, yeah. And the good thing is, well, I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen it, obviously, down in England and that, but it's easily, readily available in Scotland. Many Tesco's. You can get that at Tesco's, not a problem. From the Orkney Brewery and... Uh, I might actually get myself some more. Yeah, because I can't, because I'm still here. I haven't left yet. What I might do is return... Um, the favour and maybe get a couple for Adrian. I think Adrian would be quite like that. 
It is actually quite nice. But anyway, let's break down the flavours because we're bumping my gums and just saying, oh, I'm enjoying this. And I'm not telling you anything about it, really. But anyway. Start off, you get some good level of uh, roasted malt. So, yeah, so you're getting the malts there, and you are getting, um, you're getting the kind of darker edge, so they're not particularly sweet. There is a little bit of sweetness there, but there's a good level of the, the kind of roasted malts, and they are giving you, even just at the front of the mouth, you're starting to get a little hints of bitterness, dark chocolate bitterness. To the point is that the grain doesn't feel so prominent, and yeah, it's like, well, we mean business here. We're starting off. Well, if you like the kind of more kind of darker flavours, well, we're going to we're going to give you it straight up. We're not we're not going to kind of you know lead you in gently. We're going to going to give you. One of the good things is it maintains it in the mid tongue. But what it does is in the mid tongue you're getting that more of the bitterness, more of that kind of slightly kind of dark chocolate bitterness. And maybe it's slightly balanced off with, I'm not really picking up the fruits. This thing about I'm getting a little bit of sweetness, just a little hint of sweetness, which just helps to just slightly take the edge off so that these kind of dark chocolate bitterness isn't kind of becoming a bit sickening or a bit overbearing. So there is that little bit of balance there. But what did they say? They were saying it's get fruity. Am I getting roast coffee? Well, they're saying nuts. I'm not really picking up nuts or dates, but the coffee, see, this is one of the big things with the, the coffee is that um, I think that's probably why you're getting that little bit more bitterness in the mid-tongue is because it's maybe a slightly mi a mixture of slightly kind of coffee bitterness and slightly kind of dark chocolate bitterness. But it just feels it's kind of just slowly ramps up a bit. But because you have this little light underlying sweetness, it just kind of just slightly keeps everything in check without it running away and becoming too sickening or too overbearing. Excuse me. And maybe they basically look on the basis that uh, there's a kind of fruitiness, but I'm not really picking up dates. Um, I'm not picking up nuts either. I don't want to get the fucking nuts wrong, but I wanted to check that. The aftertaste, let's see the, in the back of the mouth aftertaste. Maybe maybe some nuttiness there that I'm not picking up on. No, I'm not really picking up nuts. I'm not picking up dates either. I mean, I can't really associate that little kind of light sweetness in the mid-tongue to anything fruity. I'm not really picking up fruity at all. But what I am doing is, as it moves from the kind of mid-tongue into the aftertaste, it just kind of lightens up a bit. And uh, yeah, that kind of bitterness, whether it's coffee or dark chocolate, it just kind of slightly lightens up a bit. And it just gives that little, little more edge to that underlying sweetness, that light underlying sweetness, it just gives it a little bit more prominence. And that actually gives it a bit of a lighter finish. And I think it's because there's quite a decent level of flavour uh, the front of the mouth, quite a decent level of flavour in the mid-tongue, and it just kind of lightens up at the back end. And I think that's what makes it that little bit more sessionable, is just because instead of having the kind of the strong finish, it has the lighter finish. 
And it does, it just makes you want to go back for more. It's like, what's that? Can a merry-go-round? Like, ah, it's going to die down a bit. Well, back in for another one to get the, you know, the strong flavours again, and then, you know, lightens off again. And yeah, as you can see, quite easy to drink. So we say, if you like kind of porter-esque flavours, with a little bit of coffee, kind of bitterness, bit of dark chocolate bitterness, all kind of wrapped up in a very easy drinking ale with a little bit of controlled underlying sweetness and just a nice easy light finish which just yeah it just makes it really easy drinking if you like the sound of that then yeah I would you know say this this is a beer to have a go at give it a try and see what you think out of 10 what would I give this now I'll be honest, I don't give a crap whether they won awards or they've been voted this, that and the other because at the end of the day that maybe kind of uh, impresses some people. It doesn't really impress me because I'll be totally honest, I don't give a toss because I've drunk beers that I've really enjoyed that haven't won any awards and I've reviewed and drank beers that, oh God, they've got awards coming out of the backside, you know, it's, it's littered with awards. I mean, Jesus... The gold and silver and bronze medallions all over the labels. I'm surprised they've actually got room for the name. You know, it's just unbelievable. And you taste it and you think, Jesus, that's utter piss. How the hell did that win an award? So I'll be told honest, it means nothing to me. Might mean something to you. Great, go for it. That's your choice, your prerogative. You have that freedom to do what you want. But also so do I. And at the end of the day, I don't give a shit. And, uh, yeah. And especially with the camera, because some of the stuff that camera basically votes for as being this, that, and you, you get a question, they're on fucking drugs. You know, I'll be totally honest, you think that seriously. But in this case, they voted as this being a, a decent beer, and I will agree with them. It is actually a decent beer, and it's quite a nice beer. So out of 10, what would I give it? Uh, it's something a bit different, and I would buy again. And just because I think it's the sessionability, it's a little bit, little bit more sessionable edge to it that just kind of makes it that little bit different. It's not trying to be a porter or trying to kind of be something less than a porter. It's just imagine a sessionable dark ale with porter flavour accents, and yeah, it does actually work, and it is very drinkable. And on that basis, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. And yeah, I would buy it again. And I'll be totally honest if I'm kicking about. Because um, there's certain things that I buy from Tesco, certain breads and everything else that I enjoy from Tesco. Tesco's do a really nice kind of pumpkin seed bread, which I do like. It's nicely toasted in the morning. How sad am I telling you this? But anyway, I do like that. So the next time I'm in, get my bread or my bread, then... Uh, I'll maybe get a couple of these just have a wee session on. And uh, I will give some to Adrian to try and see what he thinks. Because it is something a bit different. And yeah, for me it works. So it's 7 out of 10, 500ml bottle, 4.6%. If there's any more details, I will put them down below in the beer facts. So anyway, thanks for watching. Cheers. Bye for now.